Oh, hello there, 90S listener. It's me, Keith, one of the hosts of 90S. You know the show that you're about to listen to and you expected to come out yesterday? Well, bad news. Due to circumstances beyond our control, which is a lie, they were totally in our control, we just are bad at controlling things, um, the files for the new 90S are not in a place that we can get to them and edit them together to make an episode. But um, that's because John is up north and the files are in Montreal at his house where I don't live. Um, So anyway, we're going to be able to get the episode up to you uh, either Sunday uh, or Monday. Today is Friday, December 20th. Uh, But in the meantime, we figured that we would give you uh, a flashback episode. Um, We're going to listen to one of our most downloaded episodes. I don't really know why. Um, It's from a long time ago. We're going to give you episode Bzort. An episode where John says Bzort quite often. So here, in its unedited form, is a very old episode of 9ES. Enjoy! You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. You know what happened? You different know girlfriend experience. You know what happened? She got fucking roofied. <laughs> that takes the party out of anyone. What? She got roofied. With me? Yeah. Yeah. That that was it? That was what... That was what fucking, like, calmed her the fuck down about... Serious. It. Man, like, I should roofie like, our girls more often. <laughs> because it calms them down. Because it calms them down. <laughs> no, 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 is, this re- is this recording? Oh, yeah, this better totally be recording. Fucking recording. We have to get Phil over, do the horn. Get McGaugh, get painting, and kick the shit out. That was amazing. Oh man, that was fucked anyway, up. Anyway, uh, we're hitting the forty-second mark here, Scott. This is where you need to chime in. And <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you asked me to chime in, you shout right over me. Yeah, no, it was That's fucking. How welcome to rolls. nine to five entertainment. System. Welcome to nine to five <laughs> entertainment system. Uh, the podcast where we hello. <laughs> the podcast where Keith talks over us. Yeah. yeah. It's my Scott. website. Go Team Keith. Um, I'm Scott. Go Team Keith. That's Keith. hey I think you guys know who we are. Okay, go. What What are we on? John is John John. Yeah. John John. That's great. The Shadow Master. Shadow Master of Spain. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is 9 of 5 Entertainment System episode... Number 6. 6. Because John wasn't here last time. John, what were you doing last time? Oh, you are being sick. That you were was. like... You're like, I'm too sick. And we're like, the fact that Sophie fucking dials in via webcam, you're like, nope, I'm too sick. Webcam is not an option. Well, I could have been shitting all over the place and vomiting on you. No, but you also could have just stayed at your house and dialed in via webcam. You guys didn't even ask. You didn't offer. You're the tech guy. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) To be fair, John, we really shouldn't have to explain how the internet works to you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Also, I remember how, like, fucking seriously five minutes ago we were like, let's talk about what we're going to talk about on the podcast. Before we started recording, and I was like, record! Yep. There we go. So what are we going to talk about and on the podcast? Instead of talking about what we were going to talk about, we talked about getting wasted. Here getting we. roofied. Yeah, uh, <laughs> getting roofied. It's good sucks. times. So, uh, we have our usual topics of conversation, but I want to know what John's been doing, because every fucking what-the-fuck world that I've been writing, this is, we're recording this in the beginning of December, basically, sure. every what-the-fuck world I look at the top-trending search results and all that stuff mm-hmm. and for the past three weeks it's only been Skyrim 
Tell us about Skyrim, John. You're the only person who's playing it in this group because <clears throat> Scott doesn't have a next-generation gaming console, and I have a girl who likes me very much who lives in the city, so I don't have Skyrim time on my hands. Well, um, I, I, I don't know when you say... Tell us about it. What do you What do you want to know? I don't know. It's is it amazing? Fit? Are you like a uh, fucking dream about Skyrim and eating bugs? Nah, not at all. It's it's like um, everybody played Fallout Three. Yeah. It's like Fallout oh. Three with swords. You um, <laughs> okay then for Scott and the other people living on Mars? It's uh, it's like a big open world video game. You wander Don't around. You play Fallout Two? Nope. What the fuck? No. Okay. Oh, okay. Now really? you have no excuse. What the fuck is the matter with you? Fallout Two is like a treasure of the video game world. <laughs> this- <laughs> This is the guy who also doesn't have Netflix. Let's remember that, folks. No, and it was like, original X-Men is on Netflix now. Like, the X-Men cartoon and the 94 Spider-Man. He's like, those are the best comic cartoons of all time. John, uh, or Scott, you could watch them all for $8 a month. No, I don't have enough bandwidth. 40 gigs of bandwidth, isn't it? What the fuck do you do with 40 gigs? I don't get it. Porn. Whatever, fuck. Yeah, you know what you're using? Bandwidth. When you fucking watch it for free on Marvel.com. Fucking so stupid. Anyway, big open world video game. Um, they kind of like they drop you into this thing. You can there's a main storyline to follow that I think I think they actually got right for once. I don't know if you remember from Fallout Three. The main storyline was just boring as shit, and you you always side kinda, stories were fine. Yeah, you always felt like it was kind of stupid, and the side stories were much more engaging. And this one actually, I find the the main story is pretty compelling. I and, understand from Skyrim is what I've gleaned on the internet. And by the internet, you mean Reddit? Reddit to the internet on the internet. It's true. It is. Who is that one? Yep. Mammoths, actually. The mammoths will fuck you up. That's not even fucking the internet. That's Penny Arcade. Some, can everyone get their microphones a little closer to their mouth? I don't know. Someone who's in the middle. Just Hello? How am I doing? How you doing? Just keep talking, John. I'm, I'm okay. John, tell us a little bit more about Skyrim. All right. So, like I was saying, big open world, and it's actually kind of fun because you can ignore the main storyline. You just wander around in the. Did you have like, the same problem as Oblivion, where if you level too much, you're like, "Oh, I level too much, and I ruin my game." Not really. I, it could be that that problem still exists, but I was kind of really focusing on on like blasting people with my beep arcane beep destruction. Beep. So, um, I didn't I didn't run into that, but I can imagine that you could run into that problem if like you go to the first town. This is something you can do. You go to the first town and you spend like. 17 weeks at the lumber mill cutting lumber to make money. You know, like... That's a great game. Well, okay, fine. I mean, you can laugh at it, but that option is there if you if, if that's something that makes you happy. Or you can wander around the world... Muted, you fucking moron. Wow, good work, Scott. So it's... tell me about Skyrim, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sort of like, man, the middle thing is way too fucking low. <laughs> I was like, I remember I was like, everybody watch your fucking mutes. And Scott's like, gonna hit it with my ass. This is one of the good things about the, the like, open world... <laughs> concept for a game like you can just if you wanted to do that you could if you wanted to like wander around and pick flowers all day and make cool potions you can you can do that i heard that the most exciting thing about skyrim is fallout 4 well basically everyone was like skyrim's amazing but imagine what it's going to be like in the fallout world because that's what bethesda is going to do they're just going to make fallout 4 using the skyrim engine in fallout uh, honestly, that is a good thing to be... Uh, it totally makes sense to be excited about in that respect. Like, a lot of the problems I had with Fallout, they completely fixed in Skyrim. The, um, and a the, lot of the problems I had in Oblivion, they fixed in Fallout. So it's like... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's, let's back up a second here, because right. you guys Fallout are talking about a game. Didn't play it. What were you doing in 1997 or whatever the fuck? Way too far back. What, what is the story of Skyrim? Like, what are you doing? 
that you're supposed to be doing when instead you're wasting time at the lumber mill. Okay, so you... I don't think you're supposed to be doing anything. So much no, no, no. to be a Norseman. No, no. Th- th- this is... This is part of it it is like the main storyline is actually pretty compelling so you're you're in this big old fantasy world skyrim is like skyrim is one of the provinces of that fantasy world and your other provinces haven't been explored in other elder scrolls games yeah yeah exactly like morrowind was all about the morrowind province and oblivion was about cryodil i think it's called but anyway so this whole this whole story takes place inside of skyrim and your character shows up and um, you're you accidentally get arrested because you happen to be traveling next to some other dudes who are these big criminals. You're set to be executed along with these other guys, and a dragon shows up and blasts the whole fucking town. This is the opening CG. This is the opening the opening sequence. Okay. So this is like thirty seconds again. But the, the, the like dragon blasts the shit out of the whole town. You you flee, and eventually, uh, the, you, like you take down the dragon. Uh, you know I don't even remember if you take him down, but like Whatever. you discover that you have the, the dragon's gone and you're not dead. Right. You discover that you have the ability to, like, speak in the language of the dragons, and speaking oh, like in the language... Uh, sorry? It's Parcel, Parcel Mouth. Parcel Mouth. Parcel Tongue. What? Is this a reference to <laughs> Harry Potter? <laughs> that's great. I fucking... That's great. So, <laughs> really, I'm gonna get, get shit on for not having played Fallout. And to be sure. You have no idea what Harry Potter I'm just gonna, is. I'm just gonna I go have... out ahead and, 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 like, having read all the Harry Potter books, I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, Fallout 2 was one of the greatest games of all time, and Harry Potter was a book series written for children, so John's okay. I read I read the first <laughs> book, and I was like, yeah, this was super fun. It's like like you... James and the Giant Peach, but done with wizards, and, like, super fun. Kids' wizards. book. No problem. Yeah, it's totally a parcel mouth in the first book. He talks okay, anyway, so you, 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 dragon dis- you discover you can speak in the language of dragons, and if you kill a dragon or a dragon dies near you, you can absorb his soul and become more powerful. And you discover that the inside the province of Skyrim, there's like an empire that controls a whole bunch of territory. They're like, the empire and there's uh, is at war with a bunch of Nordic dudes, and the Nordic dudes are like, we want Skyrim to be free of the empire's rule. And it's not really set up to like the empire is evil in any sense. It's really like... It's really like a civil war going on. Meanwhile, dragons are coming back to life, and they're they're all supposed to be extinct, and they're like raping the shit out of the out of the land. So everybody's terrified of these things. And you come in, and you're you're you are a What's dragon. Your name? Born. What did you name your character? Uh, like Darth Batman or something. <laughs> I don't, no, nobody ever pays attention to the. Did you names. see that? Uh, did you see that comic there? You know, they're the the PlayStation. I spent so much time thinking about naming my characters playing Final Fantasy. <laughs> I love it in Final Fantasy VII when. Playing through on the second playthrough, mm-hmm. know how Red Thirteen's name is actually Nanaki. Yeah, you uh, named it Nanaki. I named it Nanaki just to get to that point where you go to Red Thirteen's hometown, mm-hmm. and then it's sort of like, oh, Nanaki's name has been Nanaki the whole time. So we start calling him Nanaki, and Nanaki's like, if Nanaki is what you'd prefer to call me, you can call me Nanaki instead of Nanaki, and it's like a whole string of dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> where everyone just fucking sounds like idiots. Wow, Keith, you just you just trolled Final Fantasy VII. That's great. For so That's long, great. and they were just sort of like, Nanaki finally came so back. So fucking Nanaki. pleased with yourself. You call him Nanaki? What I was secretly hoping for, as all children are, when they fucking play video games and they do something that makes them feel particularly clever, you're hoping for something like, I was like, what? It's like, Red 13 is my designation. You could call me anything you want. And then it pops open that fucking menu where you can enter the name. And I was like, I'm going to write Nanaki. It's going to be his real name on the special dialogue. I was, that's what I was hoping. Sure, sure, sure. I was sure. hoping for, like, Nanaki, and he's being like, how do you know my true name? And being like, I fucking played the game before, Red 13. <laughs> <laughs> but I was hoping for, like, a little bit of actual, like, you know, some game dialogue. Some acknowledgement about how clever you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, yes, I'm playing your fucking game a second time. <laughs> most, the most disturbing part of that whole little spiel from Keith was mm-hmm. when he said, 
Yeah, when you're a kid and playing that. Like, I'm pretty sure I was in college when FF7 <laughs> came out. Final Fantasy was, VII came out? No. I believe I was, I was 18 years old. <laughs> I was maybe grade... I was like... You might have been 18 years old. Fair enough. I was in maybe grade 8, grade 9. Yeah, I was definitely living in my own apartment. Was older than me. But either way, I was 16. I was working 10 hours a day on Saturdays and Sundays at my dad's flower warehouse and I bought the PlayStation and for some reason I, I like refused to tell my parents about it so I kept it in my room and then every night <laughs> this is I'm such a fucking weird kid every night at like 11 o'clock they would be in bed and asleep I would take the PlayStation out creep downstairs into the basement plug it in play Final Fantasy 7 for like three straight hours and then unplug it creep back upstairs hide the PlayStation again and then fucking like, go to bed. So, like, I slept, like, four hours a night for fucking six months while I was playing through this Amazing. game. And the, the way my parents finally found out was they were like, John, we're going to do something special for Steve's birthday because we really want to show him how much we love him. Remember, we're gonna, Steve is the one they love more. That's right. And we're <laughs> we're going to buy him a PlayStation. And I was like, I, I already bought myself one. And they were like, why did you do that? Because <laughs> I love playing video that's, games. Don't that's, that's my story. Just going back um, you know how everyone has friends from high school that you don't really hang out with anymore and there was that one point where you kind of realized no nope. growing up that you're like wait I don't really have that much in, in common, common with this dude with yeah. these people anymore yeah. or like my two best friends from just... high school are still my two best friends that is such a lie uh, you hang Andrew, out Andrew and Mark you I hang, hang out with, out with tons more way more but I mean but like I had Andrew over for fucking dinner like at the beginning of the month and it's like we never ever even miss close to a beat it's like we've never stopped talking mm-hmm. and I still hang out with Mark all the fucking time but I've known Mark since kindergarten right and the only friend that I've stopped hanging out with from high school J-Hos no no yeah yeah J-Hos but also was they weren't really high school friends though they were religious friends it's different was Matt and Matt decided that I was the root of all his evil mm-hmm I was a weird dude. I really liked him, but he, weird he fucking apparently dude. Um, stopped believing in God because his studies in science <laughs> took him so far. He's like, "Oh yeah, it was ridiculous." Also, I don't know why I fucking hate Keith so much, but I'm too cowardly to admit it. Just, just, just for the record, all our listeners, if any of you are Jehovah's Witnesses, <laughs> you should stop listening now because Keith has been disfellowshipped. Oh it's yeah, true. that's don't. true. We're gonna we're gonna lose treasure. Don't go listeners. on this website. It's a bad one. It's made by a disfellowshipped. <laughs> not apostate but it's bad yeah well a couple of atheists too maybe we're we're like yeah but we're still trouble. convertible uh, i don't we're, know we're man. like ferraris we're convertible. Think convertible i'm pretty i think i i, I feel no like... in their eyes in their eyes yeah joe's witnesses listening to this podcast <laughs> i've 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 done it i've talked to both these guys and they're like nope don't want to be saved and i was like i'm going to enjoy paradise forever well they're like, like, no you're not because i kicked you out and i'm like shit Actually, actually Keith, Keith, <laughs> this is this is a really critical point. I, like, we don't really need going? to do. Yeah, I guess I guess we are going to do this. Like, every religious person I talk to is is like, okay, we we can talk about this stuff, but you are never going to change my mind. There is no way you can convince me that God doesn't actually exist. Right, and that is like the most close-minded thing you could possibly have. Well, I'm willing to admit I can be wrong about everything I believe. It's including atheism. I could be completely fucking wrong. Can I get an amen? I'm willing to, to, to have my mind changed. Right. Just, I have no. never been presented with any the, the, compelling the, evidence. Oh uh, without getting like really, really, really into this. Yeah, we could we could be talking about we could, this. This could be like the podcast. <laughs> arguing about religion. But without getting into it, it's the problem of the burden of proof. If I could prove to you God existed, you'd be like, I believe it. It's true. But I can't, so it's based on faith, and you can't sway me from my faith because I believe it without proof. So it's like, you're like, I don't have proof, I don't want to believe it. And I'm like, well, 
not having proof is part of my faith. And you're like, so why do you believe it? You're believing in something without proof. And then I'm like, because it's something I feel inside. And well, that that would be your proof. I mean, but, it's no, evidence that, that, that is me. And and I, and I've, yeah, I've, Keith, do you have any like saved text messages on your phone that back this story up? What? <laughs> Nothing. Just people believing about, things without proof. Without evidence, yeah. We're, yeah. The little thing that, yeah, yeah. I remember. We, why would you bring that up when I'm not allowed to comment on any of it? So, anyway. so, back, in, so back in high school, I had this, this good friend. And, was he a Jehovah's Witness? No, he was not a Jehovah's Witness. The story is lame. Um, but I wanted him to meet my new friends that I was making in college. Okay. Um, and one of the people I introduced him to was John, and I remember this very clearly. <laughs> John's got to look at his face like, I've never met this friend. <laughs> one of the things I remember very clearly is we were talking about Final Fantasy VII, and John just kept saying, Bzort, in this conversation. What? <laughs> just, it came Zort. up a lot. So I, I got up to the boss, and I was like, Bzort, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Yep. John, John at this and point this... in time was shaved head John with big fucking no no he had, the, he had the part oh the part he had the, oh, part, the part in, in like the mushroom middle cut kind oh of that thing. was bad times wow well, John also got to college earlier than, than most kids yeah, so he was he was a couple years younger than everyone and I'd been in college forever so I was already a little bit older true Zort was not only the name of his backpack but was also <laughs> <laughs> But but my, my my buddy from high school was like I I don't like your friend Scott. He's a nerd. Dude. He says Bizort. <laughs> he keeps saying Bizort. And that's why we I really stopped hanging out with that. Then guy. you're just sort of like listen. He chose being... the Bizort kid over fucking <laughs> this other dude. Eventually, <laughs> I would... mushroom cut and the glasses. Bizort fucking killed that Midgar storm. Oh, to be fair, years John... later, Scott took me to his house and shaved me. Shorn. That's right, Shorn Jorn. Anyway, we're we're really getting a little a little. I'm just saying that was my my little story there. This okay, about Final Fantasy VII and John. Fallout too. Really, man, Mark Hooper had that at his fucking house, and everybody went over. Guess to what? Play you know it. what your computer can run right now? Fallout two. <laughs> it's a triumph, yeah. dude. It's a fucking great. It's game. amazing. Yeah. It's, there's no reason to ever not play it. You it get sounds... into the boxing ring, and instead of having a boxing match, you shoot the man every time. Every time I told myself, you can you can box the masticator and he will bite your ear off in 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 the fight. You lose a charisma point for that. I don't think I've ever gotten into the boxing ring and not shot the other guy. Really, I always did. You know, you can actually you get... always shot the other guy. Or you no, always, no, I always you boxed always him. You can you can also cheat by getting weighted gloves, yeah, 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 yeah. putting them in your locker in the basement, and then you'll go into the fight with weighted boxing gloves and beat the puss out of people. It's so. What is this game about again? <laughs> Killing everybody and becoming the angel of death in every city. Yeah, if you're Chris Herman, no. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how do you even describe it? It's so good, It's man. basically, it's just, it's a really, really it's good... It's Mad Max. Like, role-playing yeah. game, fucking... Like, imagine you had, like, the best storyteller. Not the best storyteller, but, like, a really good storyteller. We sat down with you and was like, I'm gonna play all the NPCs. Just worry about playing you. I yeah. made this entire fucking story where you can basically do anything, but in, like, a really cool, good way. And, yeah, just fucking go in the Wastelands, fucking Mad Max-style stuff. Like, it's there's no reason not to play it. Zero bringing it back to Skyrim it's the same thing and yeah. a lot of and, and it is just so much more fun than Oblivion was I found Oblivion unplayably boring T-Chad is like knee deep in Oblivion and he's like I'd fucking weep for my future when I pick up Skyrim because he bought the, the mega game of the year edition yeah. Of, uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's be fair that Oblivion game sounds really fun if you're stoned no but, but T-Chad's <laughs> fucking quitting yeah, the, isn't he? quitting isn't the Mary Jane he's, he's replacing it with Oblivion <laughs> 
You're just sort of like, I'd really want to get high, and by high I mean eating everything in oblivion. Pretty sure you can't do that in oblivion. Well, Maybe. he said no. He spent. He said he spends an entire year, like fucking like six hours cultivating mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you necessarily eat them, but he can cultivate them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. I like recent games. Apparently there's a glitch, eh, in the Game of the Year Oblivion on PS3? Really? Where it's like you can't unvampire yourself when you get vampired in one of the side quishes. And I'm like, and they're like, that's a problem. Sure is. Yeah. I don't know if that's how the, the veracity of that story. Maybe yeah, it's I don't like know. Cracked I, I think it's a, it's a grotesque mistake to purchase a Bethesda game on the PlayStation or the Xbox. Like, it, the games are inevitably buggy as fuck, and they put out patches way quicker on computers. It's I, just... I I got the Game of the Year Fallout 3, and I mean, like, other than it being Fallout 3... Yeah. You got it because it came in a lunchbox. It did come in a lunchbox. It's it a, a pretty box. sweet lunchbox. And it also not... had, came with the bobblehead. It came yeah. with the bobblehead vault boy. But that was, like, more so than the lunchbox. That's the fucking selling point. Or just sort of, like... I only own... Like, I believe you've played with the bobblehead more than you have Fallout 3. Possibly, but I got to a point in Fallout 3 where it didn't like the character that I was playing, so it made it really hard to play. It sounds like a fun No, the worst, you know the worst part, fucking part, though, is people are just sort of like, just use the Stealth Boy, and I'm like, no, because like the video gamer in me is just sort of like, I don't want to use the powerful item. Because, you know, when you finish Final Fantasy VII, you have all... Like, like 17 elixirs. <laughs> you have all 7 mega elixirs, yeah, and you yeah. never use them, just in case you need them for a boss fight. Fighting the last boss. Maybe Don't maybe it'll the, come. Maybe it's not the last actual boss. Maybe there's another boss after this boss. I'll yeah. save the Megalixers. Finish the game with all the Megalixers. You know this. Knights of the Round, Quad Summon, Mimic, Mimic, <laughs> controller down. I'm gonna go make a sandwich. <laughs> that was not as bad as Final Fantasy VIII with the uh, Eden. Final Fantasy VIII was a piece of shit, and you're a piece of shit for playing it. <laughs> I played the demo that came with one of the other Square games. Was it Tactics? The demo for eight. A didn't yeah. come with tactics. Um, Do you remember being at my apartment when or something came I out bought eight on the day it came out, and we had like 17 people over for a party, and we all crammed into my tiny, <laughs> shitty little bedroom. I wasn't We watched invited. the opening video. Yeah, well, no, 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 nobody wasn't really there. liked wasn't it. invited. Neither was I. Maybe it was because... Was it pre-Erica? Cause she was no, if you were there. living with Matt? No, no, no. This was before I lived with Matt in the colony. In the colony? Yeah, it was Stacy and Kim and John Greer. That sounds like... Post Erica. No, it was pre Erica. Or, well, she was around. I don't know. Whatever. This is fucking Hashtag boring as shit. <laughs> she gave me a tattoo. Hello. After we broke up. Nice. Like all your ex girlfriends. Yes. <laughs> hmm. I read a comic book. We could uh, talk about that. Either way, though, regardless, Final Fantasy VIII, we're going to get to that. Uh-huh. Final Fantasy VIII was not as shitty as it could have been but was just like it was the beginning of the end in terms of fucking Squaresoft though yeah like yeah. it was I was the, it's the last Final Fantasy I played all the way through sad to say like you think that's the beginning of the end I think it's Spirits Within Spirits it's the same it's contemporary to Final well, Fantasy well I, I exactly time, I believe yeah. it came out around the same time I, I think Spirits I just Within came it. out after I rewatched it like when I was coloring oh yeah one yeah. of the strips and it does not hold up well at all well, it didn't hold yeah, up the first time you fucking saw it in the theater. My, my fr- but now, now it's. But uh, the first time you saw it in the theater, you could be like, "Wow, that's kind of a technological marvel." It sure was. Yeah, it's gone. CG was a little bit. No, I think Spirits Within might have been might have been the precursor because I remember as a viewer because I played Final Fantasy VII first, right? Seven yep. was my first, yep. and I remember going to Spirits Within and trying to like like not necessarily knowing the themes of a Final Fantasy were not. Like that, there was no continuity, and sure. the themes were really just fucking the Earth gets in trouble. Yeah, like that's really yeah, the yeah. only thing that ties the Final Fantasies together is that the planet is in danger at one point, right? Pretty much, like, and, and a Gaia. dude named Sid, a guy and a dude named Sid, yeah, yeah guy and a dude named Sid, exactly. Planet Earth, guy named Sid. 
So, and I don't even... Oh, no, there is a guy named Sid in fucking Spirits of Him. Yeah, so there is. At the very least. Yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, and, I'm, and I was, like, trying to tie in the ghosts with maybe the live stream and stuff, so it might have been after Final Fantasy VII, before okay. I really knew that this, the Final Fantasies were really, really fucking... Everything is a distinct entity. Yeah, exactly. But I remember going to see with my friend Andrew, mm-hmm. and our friend Nat, and we, like, pretty much riff-tracked it. Yeah. Like, despite being, like, two huge Squaresoft nerds, huge video game nerds into whatever like when the fucking when the the guy Ed Wood's character has the leaf and just fucking like crushes it all dramatically for no reason we're like it's a fucking leaf what are you doing <laughs> like why are you flipping out about that leaf and the line in that movie that will fucking stay with me forever is when there's the fucking giant crater full of corpses that they just left on the planet like they didn't even fucking dump dirt on top of they just left a crater full of military corpses cause they're assholes apparently but a crater full of corpses it's a battle zone it's a battle zone, but still, it's like it's like implied that it's years later, right? Mm-hmm. Years and years fucking later, like dump some dirt on top of them. Like I don't remember the movie that okay, well. They, they lost that battle; they was infested. But now, but dump some earth on them from space. Fucking like we put why? Because we put so much fucking emphasis as humanity to burying our fucking dead that we're just gonna leave an open fucking hole with all of our best military heroes. Th- this this is the problem you had with no, that no, film. No, this like this problem. is what you're, said you're the plucking line, from the, the line that fucking right. sticks with me is fucking some character like f- fucking like asshole Nick Marine or whatever who's not even a character just as a throwaway line is like my father is buried somewhere like my father is one of these corpses and it was like really quiet in the theater and I was like I remember I was like and that would matter if you were a main character and like the entire theater just fucking <laughs> started like <laughs> laughing their heads off it's so weird because there are good voice actors in that movie yeah uh, Steve Buscemi yeah. is in it no shit uh, the girl that plays Roz on, they, on Frasier Square went all fucking out yeah, for yeah, that yeah. thing like yeah, they had yeah. the, the whole except sp- in the writers department yeah they, they don't know what the fuck they were doing that was that was who was it? Someone someone online or whatever, probably Yahtzee or something. But yeah. just sort of like Squareshop, Squaresoft should just like it's unfortunate Spirits Within did so badly because they were like Squaresoft should just man the fuck up and decide that they want to do amazing CG movies from now on because they were like they could be like an adult fucking Pixar if they want. I read to somewhere that they changed. Like, know, the I like the Advent Children. I was fine with the Advent that. Children. Advent Children was so much fan service, though. That's right. all it was. It was a giant fucking sort of mountain like, of fan service. Did you play Final Fantasy VII? Because we're going to make a movie on their penis. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The best was when they were just like, when Cloud was attacking, and they're all like, one by one, they all throw him, and they're like, he's not going to make it. He's flying through the end. And Aerith's like, la, 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 la. reaches the hand out or whatever. Like, yeah. I love you, Aerith. I'm so sad you got it the first kiss. The point is. And then, like, fucking flies through. Keith just wrote Final Fantasy 7 for everyone. Fucking, you know All what wrote Final Fantasy 7 for everyone? The commercials. Fucking, in the second batch of commercials, they showed Aerith getting stabbed by really? Sephiroth. Yep. Uh, Mel's older brother, Pietro, was playing it a little bit late. You know someone named Pietro? Go on. Mel's older brother Pietro was playing it, and they had it. They used to have it set up, but they had the PlayStation on the main TV, and they had another little shitty black and white TV next to it, so you could watch the hockey games, or whatever, while you're playing PlayStation. Like, cool. fucking in the late '90s, that was like fucking be so all like, end all of yeah. the setup, right? And he was literally sitting there. We were watching the hockey game on the little one, and he was playing Final Fantasy VII. And they had the ad where she dies. And it shows the ad and whatever, and you see Sephiroth just comes down and fucking, like, sticks her right through the thing. And he was like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? And, like, me and Mel had both... Played it. Both gone through it, and, like, we're on, like, disc two or whatever. We're like, 
nothing, dude. That the that she's Does she fucking die? Does she fucking die? To be fair, like at that point that that happens in the game, you are expecting her to come back at some point. You're expecting there to be a fucking mana potion or some shit that'll fucking bring her back. And fair enough. And it's not until like like two discs later when you're like, fuck, you actually really killed her. She's really not coming back. But even then, rumors floated around about some secret good stuff. There's the extra rock floating around in the meteor shower. Yeah. If you get this sword in this game, and you can go and unlock the cloning device and. Bring her back. That was that was quality trolling, man. Trolling and it's in its nascent phase. But, but that was but that was the era, the only era where it could happen, right? Because not enough people had the internet. And yep. Like, yep. Like the internet was just like a collection of text, and you were like fucking walkthroughs were nothing. Oh, what yeah. was the name of the company that did all those books? Uh, Which books? Brady Games. Brady Games. Brady books. Games. Walkthrough books. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking hated walkthrough books. Twenty-five dollar illustrated guides. What I didn't. What I never liked. If about... you get a chocobo, you can run through. <laughs> Uh-huh. Thanks, Brady. <laughs> what I never liked, though, is the, when games were like, when they had things that were like designed to sell uh, fucking strategy guides. Example? Uh, example, getting the Doom Train Summon in Final Fantasy VIII. Where it's like, you need to like walk around this area on this square, you'll hit this thing, and you need to like get these random drops. You don't know the species of where the drops is, and only in this one little patch of woods that's off in this zone where you even encounter that monster. Like, like where your stuff is so convoluted, where even combing the game, like, fucking, like, going pixel by pixel on the fucking map, you will not find it. Well, I guess it's okay, then, because Final Fantasy VIII was a piece of shit, and you're a piece of shit for playing it. (laughs) There was a a little... uh, No, no, Keith, you, you gotta let that sink in. I'm a piece of shit? Final Fantasy 8. You beat it? I beat Final Fantasy 8. I didn't even know it had an end. I, I, I think, think it's four times. I put it in the, the PlayStation. I was like, I paid 60 bucks for this. I gotta fucking play it. No. And I made it to like the end of disc one and I was just like... The end of disc I, one where I the d- only sniper in Garden can't fucking Can't actually... fucking shoot. I, I'm like, I, I just don't care about any of these characters. The fucking combat system is boring. Selfie, I'm not gonna lie. That's because... I like the Leviathan summon. I thought that was pretty selfie. cool looking. It was all about selfie. Whatever. I fucking I couldn't I couldn't take it. Couldn't take it. I tried so hard to get through that game and I couldn't do it. And I remember I remember being uh, I mentioned this on the site. I used to have a subscription to GameFan, mm-hmm. right? Which I thought was a really really good video game magazine. And I think like still was a good video game magazine because it didn't have a bias one way or the other in terms of which console it really supported. Sure. Also had a small music section, small anime section, huh. which was just sort of like, I was like, yeah, fuck. Like, I'm like, this is a video game lifestyle magazine or not on fucking 15 and it's badass. They right. said bastard and stuff in it and you're like, yeah. So hardcore. Yeah, exactly. But compared to, compared to like uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly, and yeah. whatever, like, it was a big fucking deal. And when they were like talking about Final Fantasy VIII and the first time they were like Gunblade and the editors were like, what the fuck is a Gunblade? Okay, well, it's a Sword, sword. That if you pull the trigger while you slash the man, it does more damage. And you're like, what the fuck? And like, they were like, weary of that. Just open it near the mic, it'll be better. Yeah. <laughs> like, I w- like, That's what we call creativity juice. <laughs> creativity juice. <laughs> and I this was like. This Diet Pepsi will get me through the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's Diet Pepsi. Every single solitary comic we've been illustrated <laughs> holding beers in our hands. But yeah, like the gunblade. Like the gunblade was warning sign number one. Like even if we were too stupid to necessarily realize now, it. Now let's put that in context. We had just played Final Fantasy VII, a game that developed giant swords. Like, giant sword was amazing. Everyone was fine with that because <laughs> it was a giant sword. How do how adding do we, a trigger to it? How do we, the yeah. line? 
Yeah. Something I read. I don't. I don't know how true. There was this ammo. Is. God damn it! Would you let me tell my fucking story? Something you read. Yeah. Something I read you was read that the the director for the first like seven Final Fantasies was one dude, or there was like one production team that was responsible for them, and then then for eight Square grabbed this whole other production team and they yeah. were responsible for everything after 8 so there's like a certain I style don't think, I don't think it was exactly that cut and dry but I know yeah. 6 and 7 were like tied together like 6 uh, in terms of creative teams sure sure like 6 and 7 were, were really similar creative teams in fact the early early demos of 7 like the first 3D models of 7 that they were for the around, SNES yeah. well, not just for the SNES but had even the ones they had on Playstation like the first 3D polygon models were all Final Fantasy 6 characters because they, yeah, they, yeah. they didn't I, I have. I think I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. were like, "What the fuck?" And you saw like 3D fucking uh, Loki and fucking Lock, dude. It's Lock. Fuck your catch. Loki. Fucking damn, it's Lock. Pretty sure it's supposed to be pronounced Loki. L O C K E is named after a philosopher. I know John Locke. Locke. It's a, except it's not. It was just a translation of the of the Japanese character's name. There's no Loki. fucking. Setzer. What do you mean Setzer? Setzer was one of the characters. Yeah, I'm not saying, but I'm like, but I was like, Setzer never talks. Nobody talks. I was like, Setzer nobody talks. And you're like, Setzer. Are you kidding me? Setzer is one of the three characters that you have to have to no, beat the I'm game. Saying nobody is talks. Yeah. The... yeah, you need him to get the airship in the world of Ruin. Yeah, you can play the entire game. Celis, Celis, Sabak, and Sabak. Nope. Terra, you get Terra. Nope, don't need her. But you won. Did, but did you I ever tell you my story about how I beat this game? The proportions where she's. Part of your party in storyline portion, you never the, the, the right, whole like have her as a character. Talk, talking about like beating the game with like a limited party at the uh, when you go into the world of ruin, like you you pick back up your whole party through triggered events, right? Yeah. And you can if you, if you like know where they all are, you can only pick up three characters, which is Celis, Sabin, and Setzer. Yeah. And then you fucking there's like a dungeon where you have to split into three different groups, so you have like one character in your party you for all them. of those fucking things, and you can solo the way through. It's it's hard as hell and dumb as rocks, but whatever. <laughs> like some people have done this. Sure. Did I ever tell you how I beat this game on auto? Yeah, fucking Umaro, <laughs> Gogo. Um, who's the, who are the other the ones? Mog. Mog, yeah, because he could dance, and no, then go, go. fourth. Uh... Uh, the Gao. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Umaro, Gogo, Gao. So, and... so I went into the last boss with these three characters leveled up to 99. Yeah. Put the controller down. Gao, Gao went b- ballistic. Um, and Mog, I think, got stone. Mm-hmm. Got cast with, with Petrify. And then I had no control over the characters. Umaro just belly bumped for the rest of the fight. <laughs> he just, <he> just <laughs> belly bumped. And, and Gao was, was berserk. For the rest of the fight, and they went all the way up Kafka and ended the game. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, let's fucking do this, cow. Belly bump. <laughs> Boom. This this was unsatisfying. I can imagine you're like, I, I beat the game. I was saving my best characters. I had I had sets are all maxed up. I had lock ready with the Genji glove and no the offering Genji glove and the offering the eight the, attacks per round. No, the offering was the XP drop. No, Use offering that. lets you attack four times. Genji Glove lets you wield two, two weapons, weapons, so you go eight attacks. This will be resolved in the post. I am, yeah, I I am fucking right. The There's no, no way. I'm, 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 I'm not saying you're wrong. Final Fantasy VI. I remember that. There was the same thing. With just, just saying. That. <laughs> as, as a gamer, I was like, wow, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I had that same experience with Seven. I played the, like... Everyone else had to run away to get back to the airship as the island was shaking apart, and I was like, you guys should have left like ten minutes ago. <laughs> These characters don't even know how to speak. <laughs> it's a it's, it's a Moogle Yeti. What do you care? <laughs> it was there, there were so many Final Fantasy VII though. Like I guess because 
I mean, I played six and then thoroughly enjoyed six. Sure, but I think because it didn't have that graphical wow factor that seven did, it never like it never touched you. Yeah, yeah. Also, like seven being the first one, I think was for sure, for sure, pretty for big sure. deal. But like, there was just moments in seven where, when uh, when the airship explodes and whatever, and like Sid's on the deck. It's right in, like, during the last sequence, and he just, like, opens his mouth and, like, the cigarette falls out, and, like, prior to this point, he's always had a cigarette, and you're like, this means serious business. Like, a cigarette fell out of his mouth, and I just remember seeing CG that good in a game was just, like, awe-inspiring. I don't know if you... I, I still have a personal issue with Ruby Weapon. I, I don't. I don't like Ruby Weapon. Have, have you beaten Ruby Weapon? Yeah, I beat Ruby okay, Weapon. I like, but Ruby I, Weapon's I have, baby I have a personal problem. Like, we do not talk. We see each other at a party. We sit on different ends of the room. I'd ever tell you about this, my fi- this is the point where Keith is going to tell us about how he beat Water Weapon without fucking beat using Weapon without the, the, the auto weapon, underbottom yeah, that's great. But that's actually, no, I had a whole other, again. I had a whole other story, which was <laughs> they, they sent him a ribbon. <laughs> this, <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. No, no one cares. <laughs> he beat this weapon. Damn it! But now we're going to have to hear the story. No, no, no. This isn't even a story. This is a story that tied in to on my crazy fucking maxed out, uh, like insane. Final Fantasy VII that tied in with his Umaru story or mm-hmm. just for fun I was like because you go into Ruby Weapon I mean if, if you want to be a cheese ball, whatever you go in with two members dead right what do you mean that's how you fucking do it it's the best way to do it it's the only way it's the only way that makes sense yeah. you auto go into two members Phoenix. dead so I went in auto summon last attack Phoenix okay. I beat Ruby Weapon <laughs> this is another story with one not. guy well obviously with one guy but it was specifically Vincent <laughs> specifically with his fucking uh, limit break <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, there was level four limit breaks. You know when he morphs and you lose control. Yeah, <laughs> just morphed him into Diablo. So it's this big demon guy, and I was like, "Let's watch this play out." <laughs> <laughs> just fucking Vincent all by himself, regenerating and whatever in his Diablo form, just fucking fighting Ruby Weapon for like lost. an hour. Yeah, he lost. <laughs> like, but it was seriously a fucking hour. But I was like, "Come on, Vincent, you can do this." Yeah. Two party members lying dead on the side. But I was like, "Oh, Vincent didn't win." <laughs> All right, we've been reminiscing for like a half hour. Somebody must have like consumed something relevant to the modern era. Right. Fuck. Uh, it, can we do a widening gyre talk? Like, I I know you're really itching to do widening gyre I, talk. We don't have to. I, no, no, we can we can get that out of the way. That'll, yeah. that'll be a good way to. I don't know. I, I'm kind of worried that it's no longer relevant. Like no, everybody's it's super relevant. Yeah. But you know why it's super relevant? Because Kevin Smith keeps defending it. Not does only does Kevin Smith keep fucking defending it. Kevin Smith also has had the go ahead from DC. To continue writing his story, Wait, what? which means that the widening gyre is going to be the like or like the whatever the subsequent story of the widening gyre. Right. The widening gyre is the last Batman comic from our Batman era. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like the Batman that was started in year one is going to end in whatever the fuck Kevin Smith does with fucking widening gyre because the new Fifty Two is new Batman. Yeah, yeah. So no new Batman. Excuse me. No new Batman comics, except for whatever Kevin Smith does with fucking widening gyre. Fucking soak that in. Is the era of Batman <laughs> from 1986? Yeah, to next to, year. To next year is, is, is the bookend. It's the bookend exactly. Yeah. It starts off with year one. It'll end with whatever Kevin Smith does in part two of Widening Gyre. It's the last Batman story ever told. So I, I said this before, but I'm gonna, I'm going to say it again. It's not it's not a Batman story. Like there there's this guy wearing a cape before. and whose name is. Bruce Wayne, but it's like a different dude, and it's like a drunken frat boy. That's so bad. Character that is is like gussied up as Batman. I, I don't get it. 
It's like, so dumb. How did this got, you, you haven't even quite wrapped it up, right? No, no, I'm still, I'm still like three quarters of the way through it. Oh, you can't, and then I can't even really talk about it. No, fuck it. I don't give because a shit. Spoil no, no, it. There's, there's a few things we can talk about the backstory. I don't give two shits. So Kevin, Kevin Smith um, who wrote we, this book. I think it's fair to say that we're all we're pretty, all huge Steve Smith. Big, Kevin Smith. <laughs> <Steve's. laughs> we're all Kevin, big Kevin Smith. Fans. Yeah, big Kevin Smith. Like, yeah. Other than I guess Cop Out. Like, I, didn't I haven't see seen it, it yet. Yeah. Cop Out's pretty bad. I took me two or three sittings to fucking get through it. I haven't seen it, but. I'll, I'll say I like Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl makes me laugh. It's because of George Carlin. George Carlin, um, Sweeney Todd, um, <laughs> Will Smith. Whatever. Everybody. Okay. No, yeah, not a lot of people. Terrible, terrible Smith is a fucking. Yeah, right? It's a big drop off of fucking Chasing Amy. Right. Yes, it's a big drop off from Chasing Amy. But I, I wouldn't even say it's his his worst movie of the Jersey movies. What would you call his worst movie of the Jersey movies? Jay and Silent Bob's track back. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So funny. Yeah, it's so funny. There was good times. funny in there. Yeah, but compared to Clerks, which, oh, no, which is which is brilliant. Mallrats, yeah. which is really right up my D- alley. Different humor, but definitely brilliant. Mall, Mallrats, okay. like Mallrats, had such a special fucking spot. Like, yeah. I remember because yeah. they they published Mallrats ads in comic books at the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which I mean, I think was the. I I, I saw Mallrats in the theaters. Like, you, I'm one you of those and seven people. other people. <laughs> I was a little. I, I got free passes to it when it came out. It was oh, in man. the. He didn't Alexis even make any Neon money Mall. off you. Yeah. I was a little Whatever. too too young. I think to see Mallrats in theaters. Yeah. Well, I was in college as I was for most of my twenties. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even exaggerating, folks. That was seven years. Five. I spent five, five. years in yeah, a me two-year CJ program. program. Five years in a, in a two-year CJ program. Didn't yeah. get a degree. No, I and um, but I, but I still I remember seeing. Chasing Amy, I think, redefined relationship dramas in redefined. a way that uh, you're so um, fucking dramatic. No, it was fun. I, I don't. I don't think it was great. I don't but, know. I thought it it talked to me. More realistically than most relationship dramas in Hollywood okay. did. Sure, sure, sure. The, I'll buy that. And, and buy it's that. comedy too, right? Like, there's yeah. co- definitely comedic elements. Yeah. I don't think there was a lot of comedies at the time that were willing to fucking like, talk about the scars on the girl's knees she got from eating some girl out at prom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Which girls that I was seeing at the time were telling me similar stories <laughs> about it? Like, it, I, your chasing, balls were empty. Chasing, hey, chasing Amy, that was like especially poignant. One of my really good friends in high school came out of the closet and whatever else like that so it was just sort of like it was a big like hot button topic like we were friends with a lesbian girl right and who, who fucking stayed a lesbian forever is that is that something you stay what, you what, get what over are you it doing, dude? Uh, what do you mean what am I doing the girl that she was dating in high school fucking now is happily married with like two children and another one on the way I'm not saying right. you stay I'm just saying and that, like, after that after that Marie came dogma which is just such a, a commentary on discussions that I've had with my friends. Dogma has a special place in my heart, too, as you can imagine. Because <laughs> you did um, fight the Golgothan. Yeah. I, I just think, I think as a religious person, like, Dogma is not a bad movie to watch. Like, no, I think a could... lot of people got up in arms about it, but as a... Well, I mean, S- Smith's a pretty vocal Catholic. Mm. He believes he's spoken to Jesus Christ. When he smoked a lot of pot. I think it might even be before that. I think so, too. I don't know that exact story. <laughs> but I think he played both both sides of the fence there pretty yeah. pretty well. And well, I think I think it's, he pointed out the problems with Catholicism without necessarily ever breaching his own problems with believing in Jesus. Yeah, no, and, that's, and also kind of 
because he's pointing out problems with Catholicism, I'm kind of down with that. I don't have a problem with people who have a religion as a basis for the moral center. I just, you know, think that that doesn't excuse everything. <laughs> I don't think I ever once said it excused everything. I'm not saying you did. I'm Why are saying you other people got... have. I was raised Roman Catholic, and it was not always fun. But then after that, he followed it up with Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, and I don't think that was the Tom greatest he, of those movies. He fucking said it out loud, though. He was like, it's a fucking stoner movie, blah, 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 beginning to end. Like, Can we really get back to the widening hmm. gyre? I really think really? that. Anyway, we so, so we, are, we are fans Stand of Kevin target. Smith. Yeah. We've, we've gone through a lot of his stuff. I liked him in Catch and Release. I'll, I'll say it. I liked him in Southland Tales. There we go. Sure. He wasn't even bad in I, Die Hard. I liked him in... Team and TCG movie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles CG movie. Yes. Kevin Smith plays the voice of the diner owner, where one of the uh, interdimensional monsters. Yeah, he was he was okay in Daredevil too, and that was kind of a bad movie. Daredevil's an awful movie. Why do you own it three it's times? No Catwoman. Twice. I want to own it three times. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly bought it a third time, even though it's a stupid movie. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I don't own it twice anymore. I only own it once. I got rid of the VHS. Wife made you get rid of the VHS. Yeah, yeah get, don't get him married is rough. You lose your stuff, boys. You lose your Only stuff. Only if you have no balls. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, the we art- talk about Final Fantasy. Can seven? we talk about no, the no, art- Widening Gyre? <laughs> <laughs> so John's reading the Widening Gyre. Keith and I have both already read it. Keith read my copy and lost it. I didn't lose it. It was just filed on the fucking thing. The art's bad. Like, <laughs> I wish the podcast ended right there. That's <laughs> bad. Um, <laughs> like, what what happened? It's drawn a, drawn it's a by DC Batman comic. What well, the fuck? Well, it's because it's drawn by Walt Flanagan. Okay, who you'll know as the guy from Mallrats who yells, "Tell him, Steve, Dave." Yeah, he's one of Kevin Smith's friends. Okay, fuck faster than Walt Flanagan's dog. Huge penis. Yeah. So he's one of his buddies who's. It was one of his buddies who said, I would like to draw Batman. Right. Kevin Smith said, I'm famous. Right. You can draw Batman. I, I don't get it. Like, I'm I'm, cer- like, I, I'm no artist, so I don't know if I should be really criticizing this guy, but it, the panels just don't, don't look know. good. There's tons of moments in there where, like, it, like, stands out that, like, this this looks ridiculous, or this this shot of Catwoman's ass makes her look not like a person, just like an ass on a black stick. Like, John, John, do you play electric guitar? I sure don't. What do you think of Metallica's new album, Lulu? It's sure crap. See, you can say that. Even okay. if you're not an artist, well, you can look at that comic book and be like, wow. It's pretty crappy. Uh, and as a writer of a comic now, yeah. you can say, wow. <laughs> like, we're all comic creators. Yeah, in, in, in such a painfully simple sense. But the the, the like, I don't know. There, there are moments in there where I can tell what he's trying to do, and it's all right. And there are moments where... It, like it just got away from him. Fucking Robin is is just like an apocalypse. He is just so fucking poorly set up. Batman's moments of being like, "Whoa, he just pulled a me." Like you can tell, he's Kevin Smith is there. He's like fucking baked off his ass. He's like, oh, "This is gonna be funny." And then and then fucking Batman says stupid shit. Now, I, I I hate to take it away from Batman for this, but yeah. I don't know how much marijuana you've smoked. Me? Yeah, not a lot. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not like a like uh, a pot guy. I, I love my hooch. I like I like marijuana. I really do. Sure. But there was a time in my life where I was smoking a lot of marijuana, and I started to get dumb. Starts the right. show. It starts the show. Yeah. Like, and you start to even feel it when you're not high, and you're like, what? 
Yeah, and you start to stumble over your own words, and you start to not being able to put thoughts together. Sure. And it's that point when you realize, wow, I've smoked myself retarded. <laughs> oh, no word. I'm using that word. It's because it's a bad word. And I really wish that Kevin Smith had someone around him who'd be like, whoa, you've crossed that line. You know what yeah. the problem is? The problem is that Jen Schwaba doesn't read or listen to any of his stuff. <laughs> That's it exactly. As long as the bills are getting paid, I don't think she cares how this is dumb he's... This is his wife, yeah, yeah. He's smoking himself. Because he asked the artist, his old buddy from high school, Mm -hmm. what ridiculous characters he would like to draw and force them into the comic. That's why when you're reading The Widening Gyre, you're seeing characters like Baron Blitzkrieg and... Who was the fucking... The the blind guy with the blinking lights all over the place? Patchwork? The rainbow dude, yeah. Crazy Quilt. Crazy Quilt. What the fuck is that? Yeah, it's, it's not just Crazy Quilt. It's Crazy Quilt in his 70s costume. Like it was a it was a character that DC like tried to make a little less stupid, and they were uh-huh. like, "No, put him in the stupid costume." Yeah, <laughs> fucking Walt Flanagan. <laughs> I got no beefs with you, Kevin Smith. <laughs> I have beefs with your stupid friend Walt Flanagan. Uh, just, but yeah, uh, no, it just and like Batman gets high because poison ivy puts THC into the air. Like that's just even that's that, just a stoner conversation. It is. It that's is. a Pineapple Express conversation. Right there. <laughs> poison ivy. Poison Ivy's in charge of plants, right, guys? So she's, she's in charge of marijuana. She's in charge of marijuana, too. Like, imagine she fucking takes the plants, she puts THC in the air, guys. Not just not just regular weed. The best weed. Because she's Poison Ivy, she would know. And that's, that's yeah. funny if you're a bunch of stoners sitting around talking about it, but suddenly DC published it. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, like I certainly haven't read that many comics, but this is certainly at the, the bottom, the other bottom part, of my the list. Fucking, of... I was telling Scott, I don't know if we talked about this last time or not, or if we just had this in a conversation. That's stoner memory right it. there. Uh, that's booze memory right now, son. Yeah. Um, was he has a fucking world that he created called Red Well, not he created Red Bank, New Jersey, but like. The Red Bank Trilogy, the Red Bank Quadrilogy, whatever the fuck you want to call it. He has his characters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if he's getting really stoned right now, why don't you fucking go back and revisit Dante and Randall? Haven't written for them in a while. Rewrite some Jay and Silent Bob stuff. He had some comics. He had fucking three Clerks comics, mm-hmm. four Jay and Silent Bob comics, plus a couple of mini stuff he did with Oni Press. Blunt Man and Chronic. Blunt Man and Chronic. And whatever yeah. Exactly. yeah. Fucking in the early 90s, early, or late 90s, early 2000s. Wait a minute. He was writing that shit without being baked? Yeah. yeah, I really thought he was he, just baked all the fucking no, time. He was like, never stoned until uh, Zach and Mary. Zach and Mary, it was, no uh, shit. Seth Rogen. Who I actually liked. Zach I liked Zach and Mary a lot. I have yeah. it on DVD, I think. Uh, Except for the poop. The what? The frosting scene. <laughs> That's a little bit much. Where the girl's like, was just like, oh, I can't wait that I'm fucking doing anal because yeah. I'm getting fucked up the ass. And and she shits all over the camera. And the camera yeah. guy is underneath, and she. Oh yeah, yeah. that was funny as hell. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, Jennifer Aniston walked out during that part. Because she was on one of the red carpet invites or whatever. It was like, well, wow. I have a sense of humor. And she's like, fine, then come to my fucking movie. And she, like, got up walked and walked out. out. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. To be fair, that, that even for me, I was like, huh. It's, th- it's stomach turning. You're like, oh. You guys have obviously never been on this little thing I call the internet. I've been on the internet. Uh-huh. But the thing is, is that you're not necessarily expecting that in a fucking movie that you go see. <laughs> even coming from a filmmaker who created the Golgothic. Shit monster. Golgothan shit demon. 
But nonetheless, okay. he has a fucking place to go to write stoner stuff. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. It like, doesn't like, have to happen like, in like, a fucking Batman thing, book. Like, you, he, Jim knows, Mafood. he knows Seth Rogen. He knows Jim <laughs> Mafood. Jim Mafood just published a comic with fucking Ziggy Marley called Marijuana Man. <laughs> Jim Mafood is stoned off his ass all the goddamn fucking time. Jim Mafood has already drawn two Clerks comics for Kevin Smith. They just fucking get back together. Write some stoner fucking comedy. You guys can smoke yourself silly. Your fan base will love it, and you won't be shitting on Batman. Hell, put together Dazed and Confused 2. <laughs> if if it was going to go in anybody's hands, it'd what be Kevin Smith. What is Linklater doing? Linklater's not doing anything Linklater else. did Waking Life, and then... I don't even Man, know that was good. I love that movie. Yeah, that was but, a great movie. But, to be fair, that movie was really good stone. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Smith will tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. I, I haven't done a lot of drugs in the last few years, but Waking Life, that's, that's a good way to do them. I don't think I've ever gotten stoned and watched a movie. <laughs> well, well, on pot. On pot. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, there was that time I ate a whole fuck ton of mushrooms and then watched The Ring and tried to sink into the couch because of fucking... <laughs> she's out to get me. Or that time we watched that zombie movie. <laughs> and yeah. fucking everybody who died was floating in the sky. Or when we did a shit, <laughs> we did a shitload of ketamine and then watched <laughs> Fooly Cooly. <laughs> no, but I, like the Fooly Cooly is just a weird fucking movie. <laughs> it wasn't a movie, dude. It's a TV show. It's six episodes, whatever. Yeah. Six half-hour episodes. It comes out to about hours and sure. thirty minutes. Yeah, but nonetheless, it was watching the zombie movie. Six times thirty doesn't. It's not six times thirty. It's twenty something, right? Because it's commercials. Twenty-three. Is that, is that what an episode is? Yeah, yeah, twenty-two like minutes. Whatever. Well, twenty-two minutes is the American time block, whatever. But anyway, so we're watching this fucking zombie movie. We're fucking high as fuck, and. Fucking everyone who's dying starts fucking shooting up into the sky, and we don't know what's happening. And there's a aliens fucking, show up. There's like, a plane flying, and everybody's floating around in the sky. And we're just sort of like, is this actually happening? <laughs> like, we're like, like, like it's we're not on the hallucinogen or anything, so there's no reason we should be seeing stuff. <laughs> but this is seriously the fucking movie, and I was like. We're never gonna remember this right ever, and like, sure enough, I only have like the haziest memories of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we fucking watching? <laughs> it was super what was it called? Good. Zombie Town. Zombie? No, it wasn't Zombie no, Town. No, I don't, I don't even, even remember. I feel really bad. We're we're talking about this thing. We should have the name. I'll handy. fucking try and look it up when I put the post. Fucking zombie movie in Australia. Aliens show up. Aliens Ketamine. show up. And everybody's floating in space. <laughs> Um, do, uh, coming up on the hour, do we want to wrap this one up? Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's, uh, just do a quick recap of the things we've covered. Ketamine. Uh, (laughs) Final Fantasy VI is way better than VII. Oh, wait, you didn't even fucking say that until now. Fuck you, you know what we're going to talk about next episode? (laughs) Or Final Fantasy VII, now it's better than VI. Actually, what we're going to talk about is how wrong you are. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII. Skyrim. Kevin Smith. Skyrim. We didn't really finish all the way Skyrim. No, we you guys just... That again. No, yeah, we, don't, we don't have to touch on that. Everybody fucking... Everybody wants to be playing it is playing it, and they know exactly what it's like, and <laughs> everybody who doesn't... I want to be like, playing it, but I'm waiting until my girlfriend breaks up with me. What? Well, I'm just saying it's the only time I'll have time to fucking Don't you have testicles? Skyrim. Tell me to get I back in the kitchen and play some fucking Skyrim. 15 hours a week, if not more so, fucking on this website. And that's 9 to 5 <laughs> Entertainment <laughs> System. I mean, yes! Episode 6, wrapping up. I'm Scott. I'm John. Oh, no, you're not. Fucking Tune in next week. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week for a very special uh, Christmas episode. When someone dies. When someone you love, one of the 90s trio will die. And see.
Thanks for listening.